dance floor is now open. Brisbane's Youth Alternative. Switch 1197. Gay Savvy. And welcome back to another amazing night for Gay Savvy. Michael James here, live in the studio all by my lonesome. For the first part of the evening, I'll be joined very shortly by the amazing and effervescent uh, Mr. Spencer and the adorable Miss Cat, uh, who will be joining us for our amazing 2014 show. An amazing year that's going to make an even more brilliant show as we move forward. Lots in the works, so you gotta you got to stay tuned to this show every single week now because every week from here on in it is just going to get bigger and it's going to get better so just when you thought it couldn't get any bigger and better there you go now lots to catch up on tonight and uh we're gonna we're gonna catch up as a group see what we uh see what we think of the latest goings on locally around the country and around the world because there's been some really really interesting stuff um, now, kind of locally, uh, we're going to have a look at the uh, follow-up from the Mardi Gras reveler, Jamie Jackson. He was in a bit of a contentious situation, a lot of media attention last year. There's been some progress on that that we want to catch up on tonight. So we're going to have a look at that and see what the outcome was with that and have a look at another uh, incident involving police uh, back home in Brisbane. Uh, there's an update on a, a recent story there as well we want to follow up. Also, there's been uh, some movement on uh, proposals regarding blood donation for gay men. Uh, as many people would know, there's a, a restriction on gay men and how and when we can give blood that's uh, quite discriminative. So uh, there's been some uh, some lobbying for some certain changes there. We want to follow up what they were, how they came into effect, or did they come into effect, and what the proposals were. Going to look at that update uh, very soon. The Grammys. Loved the Grammys. They were awesome. Lord uh, taking out two Grammys uh, and Australia claiming her as their own. Um, you know, kind of subtly, but you know, everybody loves a bit of Lord. Uh, so she picked up two, and there was an amazing performance. We want to touch on the performance that happened there. Uh, I think every queer and queer loving person around the world had their hearts melted for just a little bit. And I want to find out what everyone thinks about Madonna from that night because imagine I need to have some words. We need to really have some serious words about what she was doing. If you caught uh, the performance, you'll probably know what I'm talking about and know why... um, Madge kind of needs to ask some questions. I'd call her up if I could, um, but, you know, that's... we're not going to get much of an answer from her. Um, but, you know, maybe my people can speak to her people. We'll see what we can do. Uh, now, also, also in the mix, uh, Brisbane Pride Festival. We want to catch up on what they are looking for. Their uh, AGM is coming up in the very near future. And they're looking for some new members. So we can have a chat about uh, who and what they are looking for and how and when. And uh, more Mardi Gras. Two important bits of Mardi Gras news we're going to wrap up on there, as well as one of my favourite people, Mr. Bernard Gaynor. He has joined us on the show before. Now, uh, he's been in the news again, and we are just going to catch up on a bit of what he's been doing. So if you want to prep yourself, you can make sure you can go and check out his Facebook page, Bernard Gaynor. He's got a lot of stuff to say. We're going to read some of it. It's going to be amazing. Also in TV land tonight, uh, have you seen the new show featuring Jonathan Groff? It is called Looking. 
Uh, I caught up with the show and I'm going to have a bit of a rundown on just what I thought was uh, a little bit okay and a little bit, uh, mm, how's your father? Uh, And uh, see what our official rating is on the show. Should we watch it or is it on the bit of the, uh, the, the not list? Have they been bad? Who can say? So uh, time to kick off the evening with a bit of music. And um, look, I don't think we've played him in a long time. Uh, he's a long-time friend of the of the Switch, really. And uh, I do like a, a bit of his, uh, his dance stuff. So uh, for Jojo, if you're listening out there in Melbourne, because I know you always are, this is a bit of uh, Anthony Kalia's last to go. Here with Gay Savvy. We'll be right back. Hi everyone, this is Kitty Flanagan and I'm as gay savvy as you are. Welcome back to Gay Savvy. Those of you recognising that amazing voice uh, flitting in the distance in that song there, there was Sophie Monk back in her days with Bardot with one of their songs These Days. Not many people remember actually, maybe some are too young, that uh, Sophie Monk was a byproduct of one of the first music reality TV shows in Australia, Pop Stars, uh, where they created an all-girl group and uh, that's where she came from before the... Um, Botox and um, you know ego, but we love Sophie. Bless her, and uh, they made some great music. They should really do a get back together. You know, kind of like the Spice Girls, except they're not as famous. But uh, we'd still love it anyway. For those of you just tuned in and you're just hearing my beautiful tol- dulcet tones, we are waiting on the arrival of the rest of our amazing team. They like to make a dramatic entrance because they're both so dashing and very, very stunning. So they like to sweep through the door and make everybody wait for them. But the wait will be worth it. They will return very shortly. I mean, we're going to get kick, off, kick off with our uh, first one for the night. Um, I wanted to uh, let you all know about um, an interesting move, and I didn't know it was happening. Um, have, not everyone knows as well that uh, blood donation in Australia uh, is a little bit uh, unpleasant for gay men. There is uh, what they call a 12-month deferral period for all men who have anal or oral sex between men, protected or unprotected, as a risk of uh, putting them at risk of sexual activity is what they claim. Um, so that's if you have done any of those things within the last 12 months, um, they say that you are in a higher risk um, with a, a chance of a prevalence of infection um, and that they won't let you um, give blood. Which is terrible. So even if it's protected or unprotected as well, um, so which it doesn't discount long, it doesn't take into account long-term monogamous relationships and people that that do know that they um, are clean, and um, completely disregards the fact that heterosexual people can be um, larger, wider. Uh, promiscuous people, as you might want to put them. So it, it's very interesting. Now there was um, a, a, a a submission that was made to to reduce this. So um, I'll, I'll read you a bit of what they were talking about here. It says a rejection of moves to have the waiting period for blood donations from men who have sex with men reduced from six months has been met with criticism from the LGBTI community. So the uh, the move to reduce it to six was put forward and it's been rejected. Um, and the gays are unhappy. The last bit. Um, so last month, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, Australia's regulatory agency for medical drugs and devices, blocked a recommendation from the Australian Red Cross, Red Cross Blood Service to reduce the waiting period for blood donations. So the TGA actually reduced the recommendation, um, which was uh, the uh, sorry, they blocked the recommendation 
from the Red Cross. So the Red Cross actually said, let's bring it down to six months. Um, and they blocked it and said, no, um, no, 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 which is terrible. And you see, the Red Cross actually came under fire uh, last year for being a little bit uh, homophobic, I believe. Uh, I think it was Darren Hayes was actually involved in that discussion. Um, about how they were not being particularly favourable to gays. So uh, they put that forward and it has been rejected. Um, there's been quite a bit of backlash on social media, uh, with the vast majority believing it to be a form of discrimination against men who have sex with men wanting to partake in a community service. Um, now, not a lot of people know about this. Um, I tell people sometimes that I can't give blood because I'm gay and they look at me like I've just slapped them. Um, but it's actually true. If you fulfill that criteria of, of men who have had sex with men within the, the 12 months, then you can't give blood. Um, and it's a very, very discriminatory practice because there are, if you are a man who has had sex with a with a hundred different women, unprotected sex for, for the last 12 months or something, I believe you can still do it. Um, you know, they're, they're saying that gay men's blood is at higher risk and, you know, I don't know why there wouldn't be the same test conducted on gay men's blood as there would be on straight men's blood. So it's very, very discriminatory. And for me, if I was capable of giving blood, I would be giving blood on a, a monthly basis if I was allowed. Um, because that's just, that's what I would do. You know, they they are calling for blood donations all the time. And there are how many hundreds, thousands, millions of whatever of, of gay men in the country and they're going to discount those donations. They they could be people who have got uh, very specific blood types that are, that are highly in need. And they're like, no, nah, sorry, you're going to have to wait. You shouldn't touch your boyfriend like that for another 12 months if you want to give some blood. Um, I don't know why they're British now, but they are. Uh, so it's, it's really, really unpleasant and um, really, really uh, unfortunate that this recommendation has actually said that it's safe you know, considering it was so unsafe in the first place, but it is still safe if we take uh, the blood from gay men if it's at six months instead of um, 12 months. So, uh, I, yeah, very, very distressed. Um, I would like to hear your thoughts uh, about it. Have you ever tried to give blood and you've been uh, knocked uh, knocked back for it? You can call us into the studio on 32210197 uh, or you can tweet us at Gay Savvy Live, we'll jump on our Facebook page as well and let us know, have you been discriminated for giving blood before? What were the grounds? Did they outright tell you? Um, and how did it make you feel? Because I, I can imagine, like, if you actually had to turn up and, and sign the form in front of them and and be like, oh, I ticked the dirty gay man box, I would I would really feel quite shamed and, and I'd be interested to know how the people that actually administer those, those forms that actually have to, to talk to you about because I haven't actually tried. I've never gone in. I, I heard, I knew, and so I'm just put it out. But were you caught by surprise? So tell me. Come and tell me. Uh, three double two one zero one. Nine seven is the number, as I said, at Gay Savvy across all the social medias. Come and let me know. Uh, but in the meantime, we should uh, really get back into some music before we get uh, back into some more more happy stuff. Now, uh, Michael, uh, straight Michael, is uh, one of our regular panelists who hasn't been with us for a while because he's been working and he's been away on holidays. Um, and I know he still listens every week. Um, because he loves us so very, very much. And Michael's a particular uh, fan of Glee. So in his loving memory, 
I'm going to give us a bit of a glee cover of a, a bit of a TLC classic uh, with Bills, Bills, Bills. Show your support now by becoming a member for only $30. For more info, go to our website at switch1197.com or email members at switch1197.com. Man, you should have been at footy. We smashed them on the weekend. Yeah, whatever. Like I even care anymore. I'm over this stuff. I wish people would just get out of my face with all the good news. Like I care about footy when i got all this crap going on. So, mate, how's things? Oh, yeah, it's all good. Even with mates, it's hard to talk about tough issues. And sometimes you can't fix it all yourself. Reachout.com.au is a place online where you get practical info 24-7 so you can start sorting it out. Log on to reachout.com.au. Hey, put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up in here, man. Where's your suit? Please turn up the music. Brisbane's youth alternative, Switch. I'm Stephen Carmichael, and you're listening to Gay Savvy. And uh, Gay Savvy, one of Brisbane's queer alternatives. There are many. We're just one of the most, one of the amazing ones that you can choose from. That's right. It's Gay Savvy here on Switch 1197. Or if you're listening to us uh, elsewhere, we could be on a we could be on Fortress uh, Digital as well, or any one of our uh, podcasts. You could be listening to us in the past. Probably not. No, you could be listening to it in the future, not in the past, though. Uh, it's Michael James here, uh, bringing you one-third of the amazing panel for Switch 1197's Gay Savvy. Now, we've been chatting so far tonight about the um, the change in the proposed change in blood donations. Uh, now, I mentioned before, I thought it was Darren Hayes uh, criticising uh, the Red Cross. My apologies, it was actually Salvation Army. They were in a bit of a stoosh with, um, so let's not get those two crossed there. Red Cross, I still love you. Uh, but again, if you uh, have any uh, blood donation stories, please feel free to let me know. 3221-0197 the studio number um, as we are going to move into some of our next topics for the evening. Now... Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna jump into uh, a little bit of a happy local one. It's for the Brisbane Pride Festival, uh, Brisbane Pride Festival, which I am a proud uh, member of, and um, they are looking for new people to come and join the party. So who better to tell you about that than me? They'll be putting a bit of a a, um, a call for a call to action out amongst the community uh, for a new membership drive, um, as well as people to step up and help uh, take the reins on the board as well. Uh, at the end of uh, Pride Festival in September, we had uh, a new shake-up in management uh, with Brisbane Pride Festival President uh, Mr. Deesh Hancock stepping down uh, and uh, Mr. Paul Kratzman uh, stepping up as president with uh, Mr. Peter Black taking the reins as vice president. Uh, so they're hoping to attract a variety of new members as well as participation on the board and are hoping for new people with ideas and skills to become involved. So for those of you who don't know, the Brisbane Pride Festival, I think a lot of people just think it's it's that fair day. But they're actually a committee, uh, they're an organisation in total with, with members that vote in the committee and then the committee puts on events throughout the year which raise money uh, which then goes back into the community. So if you go to any of their events, Queen's Ball, Pride Fair Day, um, any one of the fundraising events that take place about sort of once every month or two, um, the money that's raised from those goes back towards community events. So uh, most of the money from the uh, Pride Fair Day, uh, there's a 
percentage goes to the Cal Collins Memorial, uh, which is then dis- available for distribution towards the community. So community members can actually go and apply uh, to get those funds for their projects from uh, the Cal Collins Memorial, um, which is great stuff. So there's a lot of things that they do, and it's an entirely volunteer-run committee that put on these things. So the two primary events are Queen's Ball in June, that's event management that is organizing meetings and going places and putting on fabulous party and ticketing and administration and finance. Anything that you think you're good at, doesn't matter what it is, they could definitely use you for that. And then there's Pride Fair Day, like the piece de resistance of... Uh, of the, the gay community world in Brisbane takes place in September and that is uh, last year over 3,000 people in attendance so it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and effort uh, the commitment they're looking for is generally sort of every second Monday night is the regular meetings that uh, you're required to meet if you can't make them here and there they don't bend you over and spank you, but they do get a. They, we do like people to to try and commit as best we can, but we know life gets in the road. So don't think I couldn't commit to that because um <clears throat> you know I, I can't be there every single week. That's okay. Um, but we do. They are looking for is just passionate, passionate people. Um, so for some of the more articulate words from the vice president, um, he said it, the festival uh is only as strong as the people involved. Uh, Mr. Black says the festival is all about the LGBTIQ community in Brisbane and Queensland. So it's important that our membership reflects the diversity and energy of our community. It is important for the wider Brisbane community to support the festival as a symbol of acceptance and tolerance. Um, so. He's uh, an amazing, amazing man. So eloquent, uh, Mr. Peter Black is. Um, He said, the focus of Pride over the past few years has been to rebuild the festival and to return it to a sound financial situation. And thanks to the tireless efforts of the management committee over the past few years, that has been achieved. Um, he added the new route for Pride March and possible move to a new home for Fair Day has been has raised awareness and visibility for Pride, for Brisbane Pride and the city's LGBTIQ community as a whole. Um, if, if you were there, and surely if you're queer and you are in Brisbane, you were there this year. It was amazing. Marching from dead centre of the valley right up the guts of it to Brunswick Street to New Farm Park was absolutely incredible. Um, fantastic, fantastic opportunity to do that again and be part of the uh, the organisation that puts that together. So if you want more information, you can go to brisbanepridefestival.com.au and you can jump on their Facebook page as well and shoot them a tweet as well if you like. Um, if you want to talk about that as well, I'm, I love talking to anyone about anything. So you can call into the studio anytime on 3221-0197. You know, let me know what you think about Pride Festival. I can even answer any questions about it if you want, um, you know. You can come along and sit with me on the committee and have a lot of fun. But it, it is a great, great organization. Um, and being a part of it is fantastic. And being able to give back to our community and really shape the way that these events happen. A lot of people like to moan sometimes about how things happen in our community, how much they cost and blah, blah, blah. But there's a difference between complaining about something and actually getting in and, and trying to be the, the solution and not just whining about the problem. So if you think that the things that need to be changed Put your hand up. Come along. There's an AGM happening soon, so you've got to get in on the website and you've got to become a member as soon as possible um, so that you become a voting member at the AGM and then you can stand for the board. Even if you don't want to be on the board, just sign up as a member. Membership online is something like 20 bucks, and it's uh, really, really easy to do and it will uh, get you voting rights to help vote some of the board in anyway. Um, that's what the the members get to do. So it's a little bit special getting to do that. Um, now, speaking of a little bit special, some special people are on their way. Mr. Spencer and Mr. Cat. Uh, Mr. Cat. 
Mizcat. She's going to spank me for that. Uh, they're going to be in shortly to, uh, to complete me, complete this program. Um, but in the meantime, we've got a very special lady who is going to uh, play some very magic uh, music for me. So uh, I am going to play Miss Christina Aguilera. She has an amazing track, and that track is a little bit of glam. And welcome back to Gay Savvy. It's suddenly a full house now. Everybody's here. All the gorgeous people. Fashionably late. Sup? Oh. Oh. The gorgeous people have arrived and they've filled the room with radiance. And we're sorry for leaving you on your lonesome. Did you do okay? Oh, I always had I always have fun by myself, you know. <laughs> I play by myself I bet all the you time. Do. You you knew what you were saying as you were saying that and you knew we were just gonna rip to you to shreds when uh, you said that. Yeah, you know. So it's all right. I'm I'm sure you were listening in the car the whole way here, so you knew exactly how well I was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it was lots of fun. Back in the day I, I used just used to be me alone here a lot, you know, sit here and just talk to the walls and well, that's nice. going to be me probably next week too. Oh no, yeah. no. Oh. So. oh no, 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 not with Gay Savvy. With uh, with another opportunity. That's, you've, that's got a, g- you've got a new show coming up I soon. Do have a new oh, show. You have to tell us about it later on. Give us a bit of a rundown. Okay, I can get do there. that. So, uh, yeah. But t- at the moment, it's gay and it's savvy, and we're here and we're queer and. It's wonderful. Now, we caught up while you two weren't here. We've uh, first looked at uh, some of the changes that were proposed uh, by the Red Cross for blood donations and rejected, uh, which was interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, looked at Brisbane Pride Festival, looking for new members uh, for the AGM, which is coming up very, very soon. And uh, I'm completely... My computer just died. (laughs) What are we looking for next? I've got no idea, Mum. Uh, there was a few other things we uh, that happened around town. What caught your eye this week, Kat? Before I uh, I move on, what caught your eye? Was your news story of the week? Um. Well, uh, actually, it's something that you brought up uh, about a new show by Jonathan Gruff. <gasps> yes. Because I didn't know about this, so I looked it up. You know. Oh. Because I hang on your every word, mm. Michael. <laughs> oh, bless, bless. They call me the Gay Godfather. Um. Uh, he has a new show and it sounds really interesting. It's called Looking. Yes. Um, and it says it's not the new um, Queer as Folk. Yes. Now, um, this was I, I wanted to talk about this one tonight. It, uh, it caught my attention and I kind of had to see it because they were kind of exactly like, it's not the, the new Queer as Folk. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I watched five minutes of Queer as Folk once and I went... That's not me. I'll never watch that again. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I never liked Queer as Folk. The American one? Oh, whatever one it was I saw. I was just like, I just saw prancing Twinkie queens and hairspray <laughs> and blonde hair and sex. And I was just like. That's pretty much our lives, Mike. <laughs> it's Tim's life. Yeah. And I was like, well, that. I don't speak for the majority, but I can assure you, I know people that. Oh, I call them the plastics of Brisbane. I'm pretty sure their life is like that. I've seen them, yeah. And I'm you like, train with them. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, and this was years ago when I saw it. I was just like, I, I didn't feel like that represented me. I didn't feel like it gets me. So I, I never really watched. It. I had the well. There was this one character that pretty much got sex on tap. Like every like he goes to the gym and he's in the sweat room with his mate and they're just talking talking about okay so later today on Saturday I think we should go together and go to Marianne's, and as they're like sitting in the sauna room like a really buff gorgeous twelve out of ten guy enters the room and locks eyes with the main protagonist character, and uh, he sort of just turns to his mate and goes cool well call me later and we'll sort this out, 
I'm busy all of a sudden now. And they sort of just walk off to a room and, and sort of do their thing. And then later you see him getting dressed and that hot guy walks past again and goes, here's my number. Call me sometime. That was fun. You know, and it's just like, fuck, it's good to be him. Like, you know, this he, is why Tim likes it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, He's you, trying you, to say <laughs> that it, it does. It, I want to be like him. No, uh, I, I'm just saying it sort of gave you a bit of a fantasy world and what the gay world might be. And I don't think Will and Grace, Will and Grace sort of paid it out big time when a guy, a straight guy came up to Will and said, so being gay, is it like, you know, being a yes. straight man? Like you can just get it whenever, like you guys just have sex all the time. And he's like, mm, actually, I pretty much get as much sex as the ordinary straight man would get. And they all just go, ah. <laughs> but I love what you pointed out all of there because it was... Um... It was all that stuff about uh, the, the 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 sex and how that was all easy and stuff, and I was like, okay, cool. And that was one of the interesting parts for me. Now, neither of you guys have actually seen the show yet, have you? No, no. Has the, is the first episode being aired? I've seen it already. Yes, I've seen episode one. Ah, no. okay. Well, I've got a program that will allow me to watch it tonight. Excellent. Um, I call it my magic transport device to the US. So I go and sit. In yeah, my magic transport it. devices will be waiting at home. <laughs> and. Um, uh, and what was interesting for me is it, it felt like they were really trying. Like they heard the cries of queer folk of... of Where's your suit? Switch 1197. Online now at switch1197.com. Hi, my name's Jake Diefenbeck from Diefenbeck and you're listening to Gay Savvy. Welcome back to Gay Savvy, Michael James, Spencer and Kat in the house. Freaking I love mm. Amali. Oh, she's amazing. I'm so proud of her in that track. Oh, I'm, it's probably my least favourite track out of all of hers, but I love that you love it, so it's alright. Mm. <laughs> it's great. It is grush. Now, uh, not so happy news that we wanted to look at next. We've, we've had a few little perky ups and downs tonight. Um, but this one is about um, the policing mans and uh, a little bit of Mardi Gras, a little bit of Brisbane. Now, do you guys remember the story from last year from Mardi Gras and the police and the man that was upset? Yep. Yes? Yep. <clears throat> what do you remember about it, Spence? Tell me. I remember the video and it looked... What was, what was the video that you're telling me that you remember? That Enlighten the, the audience. The, the guy was on Oxford Street and he was being held down by the cops and there were friends around a bit panicked, like saying... And what? Uh, he, the guy was a twig. He, he had nothing on the cops. I don't know why the cops were um, being so brutalic, if you will. That's what I remember. It was. And I also remember a knee to the head, I think. or, or I just remember his head being pushed into the ground. Not scraped or anything like that, just held against the ground. Yeah, it was a little like that. Kat, do you remember seeing it? I, yeah, I remember that video because it went viral. It was shot on a mobile phone. Yep. And uh, and you're right, it was during Mardi Gras last year. And I believe um, that the police had said that he had kicked one of the... Uh, a woman who was close by and they responded and that he resisted so much so that they had to cuff him and throw him on the ground. And that's when the video starts. Yes. And so they were, they've been trying to charge him since... Right, for assaulting police officers. Yes, um, and there was a big thing. Like, oh, so he's in trouble, not other way around. Well, he was arrested. <laughs> this is why they had him on the ground in the first place. He got charged with assaulting police, resisting arrest, and using offensive language in a public place. Ah. Mm, and it caused a big backlash. There was people down, and they were rah, 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 at, at police headquarters. Some really disgusting stuff, actually. There was I can't remember what it was, but I remember seeing 
a like a banner outside the the police place, and it was really. I didn't like it. I don't know what it was, but it was unpleasant. Yeah. There was a there was a protest of two thousand people um, outside Surrey Hills Police Station. Mm. That's when they had that banner that I at, didn't like. Yeah, at the time, which was massive. Yeah, it was it was huge. So, um, but it really did look like in the tape that he was being brutalized. It they looked like he didn't have a lot to him, like you said, Spence, and the police could easily have handled him without yeah. having to slam him into the ground or do any of what they did on the video. Yeah, he seemed genuinely in distress. Mm. Like, it was quite... Um, but but it's the story that he started it. Yeah, kind of. Well, that's their side. You know, I mean, there's two sides to the story. Yeah, yeah and they, so. they reckon that he did, but... But they haven't charged him with anything other than resisting them. I mean, it wasn't as though they added that on to some initial charge of him assaulting the woman that they said that he did. And I love this. The decision to withdraw the charges has been made on the basis that there was no reasonable prospects of conviction, a police spokesperson said. I find that's an interesting what does that mean? to use. I think they went like there's too much media that, that he's just, no one's going to charge him. He's, he's poor, hard done by boy and we're the bad people. That's what I read that as. It's, so, well, it's them not saying we were wrong. Yeah. You know, because they could say, oh, we're withdrawing this because we made a mistake, which they're never going to do. So they went, oh, no, we just don't have enough, uh, you know, enough witnesses or enough evidence or whatever to convict him. So we're not going to waste our time. Whose side are we on? I don't know. I think in these things, there's always two sides. And I'm always... And I think the media are shaped in a way to... to yeah. I'm, I'm always cautious to jump on one side or another and be like, yeah, all the way. I feel like there's no reason why in the middle of Mardi Gras the police are going to be homophobic. Yeah. Right. I don't think they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to get this fag in the middle of the homo parade. Like, I mm. think that was a little bit interesting that that, that finger was pointed. And so there, there was something triggered at the beginning and it was a mm. situation which got out of control doesn't justify their actions, but I think there's always two sides to every story. I feel like we're in an eerie movie right now. We're in the last two minutes. We're not going to know what happens, but the audience will be revealed on what actually happened that night. <laughs> but yeah, we may never know what happened that night. We, we saw, we saw, but uh, just well, like he is what contemplating with suing Jan- the police. Wow. So there is more <clears> to this story. It just says that he's contemplating suing them. He hasn't made up his mind one way or the other yet, but uh, if that goes ahead, you might find out more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, look, that is um, that links to another story that happened back home, okay. um, which was in Fortitude Valley, and I was really distressed to hear this. This was news to me. I didn't know that it had happened, um, but I actually happened to know uh, Johan de Joot um, and his boyfriend, Brian Bugden, they were oh. holding hands outside the Metro Shopping Centre while waiting for a bus around 9pm last Wednesday night when a group of people started making homophobic remarks to them. Refresh my memory, the metro? Uh, it's somewhere in the city. Um, I think city or the valley or something. I don't know where the metro is. Um, Why does that ring a bell? Why do I know the metro? Because you're both valley rats. Mm, we are valley rats. Uh, <clears throat> metro shopping centre. Is that where Grilled is? I don't know. That's all right. We'll look it up. Continue, <clears throat> Michael. Mm. Well, they said uh, it, they were right in our faces. It was so quick and full on. It was mostly really like gibberish they couldn't understand, but they did use homophobic language. And then he was allegedly struck in the face by a middle to younger aged man 
from the group after he stood up for himself and his partner. The blow left him with a bloody lip that required four stitches, and he was forced to take two days off work as a result of his injuries. According to the police and the couple, witness accounts were taken from the alleged attacker, the couple, and security at the nearby club. Queensland police confirmed the alleged attacker was not detained and later let go without charge. An independent witness then provided detailed information to police that is consistent with the information initially provided to police by the alleged complaints, said the QPS media unit. On the information provided, the reasons for arresting a person were not present. Bogdan expressed confusion as to why police chose not to at least detain the alleged attacker. I assumed he would be held or at least taken to a police station in question. The couple also alleged that the police officers on the scene appeared unsympathetic and left them feeling like criminals while they provided their accounts after the alleged assault. They made it feel like if I went to, uh, to make a charge, we'd be in trouble. However, officers at Fortitude Valley Police Station later confirmed to the couple that they were listed as victims and did nothing to warrant the attack. Uh, they said they were informed by police that a statement could be provided later, so they visited Fortitude Valley um, following day to make one. They said they asked for LGBTI liaison officer to provide a statement as they only felt comfortable dealing with them, but there was no one in that role present. Uh, the couple said the police made phone calls to local stations in search of one, but were told none had any liaison officers on duty, and the next officer wouldn't be available until 10pm that night. Uh, police stated they could only have specialised liaison officers on duty when they were rostered on. A couple of indicated they would make a statement to police today. Uh, and there's no further comment coming. That's really interesting. Um, but, you know, I've had two um, homophobic attacks happen to me while in while walking home. Wow. There, there are actually people that on a Friday or Saturday night, they like to get into their cars. And I, I'm assuming they live outside Brisbane City area and just drive up and down the streets and, and yell obscenities at, at people. So... There have been two like two occasions. One was just typical. I was at the corner of a street about to cross the road and a car swerved past me and the guy rolled down his window and just screamed out, faggot. And oh, no. um, I know, you know, there are so many times where you're just holding a rock in your hand and uh, that was just one of the times where what well, just didn't happen. And I'm like, mm. all those other times when I've had a rock in my hand. Um, and uh, the other one, it was a bit more scarier. I did freeze a little bit, but a car drove past and sort of stopped. I was I was with a friend, and um, and and it was scarily enough two guys and two girls in the car, and two a guy and a girl in the back and a guy and a girl in the front. And the guy in the back window sort of just screamed at us like, "What the hell are you two guys doing?" And we're just like going home and just, and yeah, being gay. Yeah, we weren't doing. We really weren't doing anything. He was a mate, and uh, he, we were at the point where he goes down the street and he goes home, and I keep on going in order to get home. Yeah. And uh, and the guy said, "Oh, are you guys gay?" And my mate sort of said, "Yeah, like hello." We li- like with an attitude like, "Yes, like of course, like it's New Farm for crying out loud." And um, and the guy just sort of. He said, oh, that's disgusting, and like, got really angry and said, that's, I'm going to do something about this. And he undid his seatbelt and started opening the car where the other people said, don't open the car. Like, and yeah. I was sort of like ready, going, all right, this guy's going to come out and, and run at us. And uh, so I was frozen at the time, but at the same time too, going, all right, get get ready. This guy's <laughs> going to come running at us. Were um, you getting a bit, were you going to... Well, I'm pretty tall, so I'm pretty sure I could have taken him. <laughs> but... um. You know, Spencer's gonna get all Hulk. 
There, there, that there, I would have liked to see. There was three other people in a car, so I'm thinking that all combined. Mm. And my mate, he, he, you know, it was sort of like, all right, I'll handle this. Mate, you run and get help, and hopefully I'm not dead by the time, yeah. Or, or you know, or you know, if they bash me and, and leave me to die, at least I'll hopefully have one eye with sight so I can get the number plate. That's really upsetting. It's upsetting that phone. you have to think like that. Oh, it it it's awful. I had a similar one where it was um you know not being gay but being attacked for being gay. Like I was going to the shops with my um like my assistant at work at the time, and we were walking up to get lunch, and this guy was like eyeing us off as we went in. We went into the shops. He followed us in. He was cray in the head. This is during the day. During the day, middle Jesus. of the day, followed us in, walked up to us in line. And was like in Aaron's face, and he was just like, and started calling us faggots and pedophiles, and just like, and um, and Aaron was like, mate, I'm I'm not even gay. I'm just here getting lunch, and then he's and um, I was like, yeah, mate, look, just leave him alone. He's he's not gay, and then he turned on me, and he was like, I come outside, I'm going to take you. That shit crazy. This is across the road from the 42 Valley Police Station. <laughs> I wouldn't leave the shop. I stood in the shop, like, and he was, like, outside waiting. I'd call the police station across the road <laughs> and wait 25 minutes for them to cross oh. the road to come back and find him. It turns out he was a local crazy that, like, lives in his car somewhere up the road and he's been, you know, found to be harassing people for similar things before. But, oh, yeah. wow. I think it's sad that there's a community somewhere in Brisbane that have nothing better to do but drive and harass people while well, driving past. Well, uh, a couple of guys threw a bottle of water at me leaving the Wickham. For being a lesbian. Yeah, they yell something out about being a lesbian, how they yeah. sort me out, and they threw a bottle of water at me. Have you have a, have you had anything else like worse than that happen uh, for you? Because I find it's different for girls, isn't it? Do you um, get that kind of... Well, it's yeah. usually it's usually something of the, along the lines of, you know, they'll hit on you and if you're just honest and say, oh, look, I'm here with my girlfriend or sorry, mate, I don't go that way or whatever you say to them, then they'll turn and, and, and sort of say, well, fuck you then. And you think, oh, wait, I was mistaken. You're clearly a catch. Come back here. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah, usually something along the lines of that or they don't believe you. All oh, right, whatever. Oh, yeah, you two guys are together. Okay, we'll kiss. You know, prove it. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> quick. Well, I get my camera and my lotion. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but uh, as for violence, I, I wouldn't say that I've been exposed to a lot of violence. Mm. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> you lucky know, me. You know they, how they do those smart short videos? Smart short videos? Yeah, you know, like just clever videos like, you know, uh, a girl going up to people on the street saying, are you straight? And they usually go, yeah, I'm straight. And they're like, how old were you when you decided you were straight? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Maybe maybe we should do the scenario of a you know two guys hanging out and someone going oh you gay we'll kiss for us then <laughs> yeah and prove then it. saying how would you like it and just go up to like hetero couples and go are you guys together yeah prove it kiss and see if they'll kiss <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, it's it's absurd. how many people would actually kiss or would they go or, well, or say fuck think, off I you don't know? think that most people feel the need to prove anything. Mm. You know, they don't feel the need to prove it. But if you were to go up to people with a, fo- a microphone and camera and say, "Are you a hetero relationship?" Oh, cool. Kiss for us. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what if they go? All right, you got me. We're brother and sister. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, we were holding hands, trying to look hetero, just to fool you guys. But you got us. Okay, we're not going to kiss. <laughs> yeah. Or, or okay, we're just friends. You got us. <laughs> oh, love it. 
love it, love it. Well, we're going to go to some more music before we come back with some more talkie-talkies. Um, so, uh, I th- I th- looking through the archives, what could we play? What better song after um, listening to those not-so-pleasant stories? Uh, Green Day's Warning here on Gay Savvy. Are you a community group looking to promote your upcoming event? Well, give Switch the heads up. Email community notice board at switch1197.com with all the details, and we'll do our best to promote it to Brisbane. You speed. You think you gain a few minutes. But what do you stand to lose? You lose cash. You lose points. Maybe your license. You lose your freedom. You lose your girlfriend. You lose your mates. And what do you gain? Better slow down. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Spoken by D. Garley. Put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up in here, man. Where's your suit? Please turn up the music. Brisbane's youth alternative. Switch. Back with Gay <laughs> Savvy and Spencer the Laughing Monkey. Hello. Michael James and Kat. Uh, let's just say I, I love working with you guys and someone just cracks a funny just as you press the on-air button. Oh, you love always it. crack funnies, all of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny cracking house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been wonderful. We have, we just finished talking about um, unpleasant things. The, uh, the man from Mardi Gras last year who was... Uh, been released on this charge. We were talking about um, when we've been had unpleasant experiences uh, of homophobia in Brisbane. So we wanted to move on to something a little bit happier, which uh, warmed the hearts of the world the other day. Now, did you two little queers over there? Did you see the Grammys? Uh, yes. No. Were you like me? Did you see the one important clip from the Grammys and nothing else? Was that Lord? No. Second most important clip. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, no. No. Miss Kat, yes, you've seen yes. it. Wonderful. We must, we must educate Spencer yeah, on educate. gay stuff. What's going on? So, tell him about it. Kat. Thirty-three couples got married, had mass marriage ceremony. Gay couples. No, thirty. There was gay and straight couples. Was there straight couples there too? Same love. To ah, yeah, yeah. and to Macklemore's same. Same yeah. love. So at he the was, Grammys. He, so he, so he's doing his performance on stage, and they're all getting, and then they got married by Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah has the power to marry them all? She did. She does. She has to sign all their marriage licenses afterwards. She so didn't do it on the video. How did that work? He does the song, and as he's singing the song, she's giving them their rights, saying, do you, do you? Pretty and much. It was It was kind of really, really well done. Like He's out there, and he was doing his thing, and he was so passionate. I just wanted to pat him on the head and mm. give him a biscuit. He was so cute. <laughs> and um, and then kind of like he, he got to the peak of the song, and then it moved to, I think it was between him and Mary Lambert, Queen Latifah came out, and she's like, sister girlfriend is here. And they kind of just did like, you know, the looping music interlude while she did a very kind of 30 second to one minute statement about love, grab your rings, put them on everyone's fingers, and then Mary Lambert come and sing. And then the couples walk down and yeah, you've seen it, Kat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Very then, romantic. But what happened Maybe. What about after, after Latifah and after the others and Mary Lambert singing? Who came out? Madge. Madge came out. What did you Madge. think? Madge, uh, she's a bit strange. She is strange and old <laughs> and annoying, but she gosh. was sort of, and she, it, and I almost felt like she was kind of hijacking it a little bit. Yeah. Did you feel like, like that? We're gonna sing about one love, and Madge is just, she's coming. She, Excuse me, love. 
Excuse me, pet. I'm here and I just wanted to remind you I did a song 20 years ago and I'm still relevant. And she came out and bless her. She's trying to palm off a fucking walking stick as a fashion accessory. <laughs> is that what it is? Bless. She's like 60. Oh. She came out and she was holding a walking stick. What did like, she do? Why did she come out? I don't know. She, she came had... out to sing Open Your Heart. Yeah, she forced everyone else to... She made everyone else sing it. Did she, she sing it good? She forced the sound out of her throat. It sounded like she was choking. <laughs> she was bad. I really had issue with Madge doing that. Mm. She they should have brought out Gaga. Yes, you know, not Gaga didn't even belong to be there. It was Macklemore. He changed like the face of hip hop and all that rubbish. Ooh. He took the award. Uh, yeah, he did do the first gay-friendly hip hop song. But I think Gaga broke so many boundaries with "Born This Way." I don't think people really oh. got us until they thought of the concept yeah they're just born that way like, uh, i don't know that she was that groundbreaking she just put it into more pop world for them but macklemore deserved to be there gaga was good but i mean you know madge was there before long before gaga but it was just the fact that madge was bad mm. she was in like this white suit mm, with and a it, cowboy hat it was kind of like grandma turned up drunk to the party <laughs> It was. I want to see now to see if she can still sing. Grandma, put your whiskey down. Yeah. (laughs) It was a little. It it was just the way. Had she come out in support, and I, I think in her mind she is trying to be supportive, but it it came across as her trying to hijack. She's a bit old and not with it now. And everybody look at me, and and I also found the whole thing a little bit contrived. Did you? What like, do you mean by contrived? The whole thing. The 33 couples getting married to, you know, same what? love. I just, I thought, oh, such a, it's, so, it's such a gimmick, you know. Okay. But I found it a bit gimmicky. Ma- I mean, I know Madge is, is a bit old and, and dusted these days, but in the past she has done a lot for our community. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, yeah. she has. And it was one of the debates I saw around it was, you know, are, are straight people just hijacking this stuff to look good? And that's probably why maybe you feel it was contrived, do you think? I just think, like, it's a music award show, totally yeah. fine. People getting married to it was odd. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I picture, like, a cult, you know, where you have a mass ceremony. Yeah, I need to watch it, but it sounds like a good stunt to put a message out there saying, you know. Yeah, yeah like, and the message is admirable. I mean, I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the concept might have been a little contrived. You know, get them all to marry. You know, it's not exactly the most ideal wedding. But I think it was the message. It was like, let's take a global platform with some of the biggest stars in the world and let's send a message across with one of, you know, the songs that has transformed people's attitude in, in music and hopefully is going to lead a generation of change for, for people to come. I think that mm. was undeniably brilliant um, in that they were able to do that. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the sentiment. Mm. I do. Yeah. I just I found it a bit. Like, I mean, I wouldn't get married in a mass ceremony to, <laughs> at the Grammys. Not even for clean for for, for clean Latifah, for Queen, Queen Latifah. Yeah. Uh, for her to. Officiate? I'm not even partnered right now. But if someone said, "Do you want to come to the Grammys and marry me <laughs> by Queen Latifah Macklemore and meet Madge?" Would I'd you? sort of be like, "We totes yes." Yeah, all right. Now. We can get an annulment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not if you consummate hey, Brittany it. can. Brittany can. Why can't I? Yeah. And so, look what Because if her. you consummate it, you can't. And I have a feeling that you'd be all <laughs> swept up in the pheromones and the nah, hype. Nah, no, we'll get an annulment and then we'll have sex. Um, 
how romantic. You know how far behind I am? Do you want to know what I was watching tonight before before being here? Oh, for shame, what? Uh, did you know Beyonce did the Super Bowl this year? You mean in 2013? When she came back and did it with Destiny's Child? Yeah. Sweet Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> Oh. Didn't Kelly Rowland look oh. amazing? And I loved their entrances. I thought it was great. Yeah. I heard of this brand new artist last week as well. Her name's Adele. Have you ever heard of her? She's amazing. She's good, yeah. She's, she's got this album called 19 and a song called Chasing Pavements. Get with the time, Spencer. Yeah, I do um oh, I do love that that little Mimi that, you know, a girl is upset and another girl's consoling her and saying on a scale from one to Adele, how bad was the breakup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that awkward moment when Adele turns up uninvited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind, Adele. <laughs> oh, bless. Well, look, I'm going to take us out with some more music now. Gemini Adele. <laughs> I do have plenty of Adele. Who's this Adele you speak of? Well, what about Bootylicious? Oh, look, I don't have Bootylicious. I'm actually going to take us with a song I've, I, I can guarantee you I've never played before, and it is a Matt Corby song. I actually have every song that he's ever done, and the total list that I have in my collection is almost twenty. Do you have his Twinkie songs? Is that I what you're going to play? Matt One of his. Colby. Have you got that cover yeah. of the Black Keys? Ah, <laughs> uh, which is the Black Keys song called again? Uh, I get a love that keeps gives, me awake. Uh, Lonely boy. Lonely boy. That's it. He doesn't have every song. Well done, Cat. Liking you. I don't think a cover counts as his song. Oh, okay then. Okay. Have you heard his latest song that was played as of last week or two weeks ago? Oh, what's the title? I don't know, but it's very psychedelic. He's just completely changed genre again, and he's just a freaking artist. That's what he is. Well, look, I'm going to jump back to his, I think this is his second MP, MP, second EP, which was Song 4, and the song is Take All of Me. I'm going to run that one for us here at the Gay Was this when he was trying to break the pop world, or is this after he disappeared and came back all alternative? Yeah, this was just around the time of Brother. It wasn't much long before. Bugger! I want to hear songs that he did before he did... Oh, well, before look, he came back all cool. Look, what we're did just he jump around tonight? So let's do it. Let's. I'm just going to go back to his first EP, which is transition to color, and let's see if you like it. Let's see if anyone likes it. Because um, I hear I heard it flopped, and then he just disappeared, and then he came back with brother, and he was all cool and alternative, and like change makeover. Well, let's come back. You can give me your official uh, rundown and what you think of Matt Corby's "Made of Stone" from Transition to Color here at Gay Savvy. Hey, everybody! It's Emily Williams here, and you're listening to Gay Savvy. And that was a little bit of Missy Higgins after uh, Matthew Corby. What do you think of your uh, of your Matt Corby, Spence? Bum, bum. You didn't like the old stuff. Uh, to be honest, I was talking to cats. So I wasn't paying that much attention to oh, it. Shattered. Her face he, was so Michael distracting. did that just for you, Spence. I did. I juggled my Matt Corbys. I, I put them all in different places and I found the one just for you. Yeah. Just for you. Because I know he did pop. I know he did pop post of the idol. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. He disappeared. He no, didn't even. He knocked he, back he, his deal with so- Sony and he went underground. Yeah, no, no, no. He did. He did a song with Sony first, and it totally just uh, plummeted. Like got him nowhere, and then he disappeared. Oh, I think he might have released his obligatory um, songs from the show album, but he didn't sign. He he ran away. Yeah, he he did something straight after Idol. I remember with the. 
queer radio, we came across it and played it. Oh. And I couldn't remember what it was, but I just had no interest at all because I heard Aussie Idol and one of the finalists, and I was just like, and I knew it was Snob. that pretty boy guy. Snob. Snob. And now he's come back all cool, and I'm like, good for him, just like Lisa Mitchell. Oh. See, you're one of those people, like, oh, they're from Idol. Oh, but now they're on Triple J. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I, I like my people from Idol. I just, he, I felt he got really far because of his looks. And I didn't really watch the TV series. So if I knew a bit more, I probably would have been a bit more open-minded. But yeah, I I did judge. Natalie Gauchy was the clear-cut winner from that. And she's done nothing. She's done a lot. What has she done? Uh, She's in two or three different bands that you probably wouldn't even know it was her in them. Um, Go on. uh, Tune in Tokyo or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And another two big things, I can't even remember them, but she's behind the scenes of all the stuff you wouldn't even realise. Oh, good. Her. Well, as long as she's making a buck. She's in the UK. She's killing it. She's, uh, yeah, she's put a lot of work in to disappear and reinvent herself again. So uh, good for her. I hope yeah. she makes it. Mm, indeed. I hope Casey Donovan gets gets back into it too. I've got Casey's stuff as well. We've played it before. Casey's wonderful. Um, yeah. She is a wonderful girl and um, she's done some independent stuff as well. As well as losing weight, she's well. I could yeah. give you the whole rundown on all the idle people. <laughs> oh wow! Oh. Has she lost weight? Yeah, she has a little bit. Not that's she... any of our business. And she's not too focused on it. She doesn't care too much either. That's she's... good. It's good that she doesn't let that get to her. Yeah, when I saw her at the Powerhouse in Brisbane uh, about two years ago, she was awesome. Yeah. She's like lost all this weight in her legs, and but she's still got a lot up top. But she was just like so sass. Mm. She just came out and she was like her whole she got a whole mama cast thing going on, and she <laughs> just like that that girl, that poor fat girl who was just being hammered by the media that you mm. saw like ten years ago. She's gone. Oh, good. Absolutely gone. There's a big confident woman, and she's just yeah. She does like musical stage shows and stuff now as well. She's all up in the place. Oh, wonderful. That's yeah. really good. I liked her. Yeah, she's great. But, um. We didn't want to talk about wonderful people like that. We actually wanted to talk about um, a very interesting person who I love dearly, and we've had him on the show before. <laughs> it's Bernie Gaynor. Now, you know Bernie Gaynor. Spencer, have you kept up to date with Gaynor? No, who's no. Bernie Gaynor? So, oh, God, what things, what do we know him from I'm such a controversies new, as? I'm a new fan, new to the fold of Bernie Gaynor. Oh, oh as such. Well, he has a blog. So if you'd like to get up to date with oh, yeah. any of his... Uh, Gripes, you can do that by going to his bernardgainer.com.au blog. And he just, he, he doesn't like that uh, there was going to be a, a rainbow badge for the, um, oh, for the military. For, for the military, because he is part of the military. Yes. That's the thing. He's in the Army Reserve and he takes that very seriously. And when they wanted to introduce the little rainbow flag to sort of highlight, um, well, I suppose that there is a gay contingent in the military. Uh, he got very upset about that. That was one thing that upset him greatly. Yes. Well, he uh, he first came to prominence when he was running for the Cata Party uh, in the, the, the state election or something, uh, where he was disendorsed after his comments about how he didn't want um, gay teachers teaching his children. <laughs> Bernie, uh, I know who this guy is. Yeah, Bernie and I had a little chat here about it. It was nice. And he's continued, while he's in the Army Reserves, to speak publicly disendorsed from the counterparty now he's being removed from the army as well um, and he's been fighting that and he appears to be continuing to lose it his last statement um, uh, that he received from general david hurley in the army uh, in august said 
I respect your religious beliefs and your right to have and express opinions contrary to ADF and government policy. However, your particular, uh, your public articulation of these matters, whilst a member of the Army Reserve, whether or not you are on duty or in uniform, undermine my confidence in your ability to uphold the values of the Australian Army and your effectiveness as a leader in today's Army. Booyah. Mm-hmm. Booyah. Because he's mm-hmm. on full force. He has got a hair up his nose about everything. Oh, yeah. He just decided that feminists hate each other and feminism is dead because they allowed a trans woman to be on their list of the top 20 um, feminists for 2013. <laughs> so feminism is dead because, as he declares, a man is now on their list of top feminists. But he's not. If he, Well, she's not. I... Mm. He has been against this this trans uh, woman from the army for quite a while. Uh, there's two high-profile cases. This is a one. I can't remember her name. Christine or something. He's out to get her. I think she's pre-off. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's something contentious around that as well. And oh, well, that's disgusting. Serving... It's none of his damn business. I know. It doesn't matter to him what's between her legs. But no, he is so upset about it. He's upset about the... Uh, his main point, which he got in trouble for as well, was about speaking out against uh, members of the army being allowed to march in uniform at Mardi Gras. How dare they? How oh. very dare they? Oh, gosh. Because the army Danny. is a Christian organization, didn't you know that? For <laughs> Christians, it's for Jesus. Well, he's also made lots of comments against Islam, which oh, are he doesn't really like Islam. very concerning. I mean, no, he, I, like I think that's part of the reason the army want to distance themselves from him also, uh, because that's unacceptable. Yes, yes. He, he does not like Islam. He does not like gays teaching in schools. He does not like Mardi Gras. He does not like gays being accepted in the army. He does not like trans people. He does not like feminists or women, it appears at this point. Does not like them on a chair. He does, does not, not like, like them, them in any... his hair. <laughs> He'd rather throw them in the air while he eats the... Green eggs and penis. Penis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. So that's like just great... I, I really encourage everyone to go and, and sign up to his Facebook page, Bernard Gaynor. Oh. Like, it's just my daily giggle. I love it. And look, you can even go to his website at bernardgaynor.com. And on the right-hand side, when you're reading your article, it says, Can you assist? And it says, It takes a great deal of time and effort for Bernard to research and prepare his posts. If you'd like to support his efforts, please donate. Thank you for support. Donate! Give this man some money so he can keep <laughs> posting this shit. <gasps> It is gold. Oh, he'll have plenty of time for research once he's been booted out of the military. Oh, I love it. It is so good. So uh, you know, we've got to keep the crazies alive. Keep them coming. Him and Fred Nile are going to have a party together. They're for entertainment crazy. purposes only. Oh, totes, of course. Mm-hmm. Massive orgy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have Bernie back on the show one day. See what he's up to. What, what was the interview like? Oh, you know me, how I try to... Be nice to everybody, even when they're contentious. See you next Tuesdays. Um, so I kind of let him have his say, but I kind of he was saying like you know, gays and teachers shouldn't be allowed in in schools, and I was like, well, you're talking to one now. Like, I am gay, and I am. I was at the time a teacher in a Catholic school, and he's like, well, you know, you shouldn't. Uh, I feel you shouldn't be allowed to be in there, and he was trying to be nice, and I was trying to be nice. It was a little bit heated, but you know, I wasn't going to be one of the people who were like, fuck you, Bernigano. Mm. Um, you know, fuck you. He took the higher ground. Yeah, let him have his say. Like trying. Did he let you have your say? Yeah, he did. And you know, I don't think he tried to understand where I was coming from. But I made a concerted effort to try and get 
help us get in his head and figure out, well, where does someone like this come from? Why do they think that this kind of stuff is acceptable to say? Um, which I think it was interesting for us to get that without having to go running down his throat. We knew I wasn't going to change his mind, but I tried. Mm. That was good. We'll have to, to get up and play it for a replay soon. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It looks like a gay friend of ours, Michael. Oh, which one? You can tell me after the break. We don't want to insult anyone on air because mm. we know everybody listens to our show. <laughs> but look, guys, we've got to wrap it up for the night. And um, as I said, we're going to have bigger and better things this year that are going to be happening. And it's going to be fantastic as the year progresses. We're going to expand the Gay Savvy family as, uh, as we keep going. So, you know, we're going to be your core three. It's going to be you and me and you. <laughs> Spencer, Michael James and Kat um, But I want to get some more fresh faces in Some fresh ideas around So we might not have all three of us here every week And if you like us and yeah. you like new music Yeah Listen next week at 7 o'clock Oh yes, for Spencer's new Wednesday. show Yeah So yeah, don't forget I'll be that. bringing these guys in now and then too You know, just to, you know See so, what's going down Alone in a room with Spencer How it's going to work I think I'm going to, you know Split it up into half hour blocks Where we bring someone in With their new music taste Or, or just pop music taste in general And we're going to talk about each song Before we play it As to why they chose it So I might have to get you guys in And uh, pick your brain a bit And understand you guys a little bit more When it comes to pop music Oh, very, very nice mm. I love it I love it So that's Spencer's new show Switch 1197 you can listen online or tune in Wednesdays at 7pm for Spence before he comes back with us on Thursday nights at 7pm. In the meantime, make sure if you want to be part of this amazing station, you can maybe have your own show, be part of a show, whatever you like, um, jump on our website, switch1197.com, become a member and get involved. Uh, membership costs as little as 20 odd dollars. It's cheap and it's fabulous um, and you should do more of it um, also we broadcast on 4 Z digital you can go to 4 zorgau or just dot org just dot org just dot org and I think I know it's dot org dot au it'll come up You'll type it in for triple it'll come up. It is yeah. AU. Yeah, and they're marvellous as well. Two amazing stations, amazing programs, amazing people. Get involved, donate, keep them operating, and uh, we will see you all for our next show. Have a great night. I'm Michael James. Spencer. And Kat. We'll see you next week.